0: Oh, God.
1: It's all it's all evidence, isn't it, for the court one day?
0: Yep, yeah, so down on celluloid or whatever the podcast equivalent is. It's celluloid. I'm
1: recording on 35mm. You're a purist. God, this podcast is awful, but it sounds great. <laughs> Join me, Christopher Nolan. <laughs> in my podcast. Today I've got Matthew McConaughey, but he's not going to say anything because it's my podcast. Isn't
0: that right? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, uh, shh. Can you imagine? A podcast where nobody talks. (laughs) (laughs) I think. Go a little something.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is the tide (sighs) that's setting in.
0: Yeah, fuck I'm exhausted.
1: thing, the podcast that is a matriarchy. It doesn't come up very often, but it is. I'm Paul Salt. I'd make a pretty good cop. (laughs) Nah. Oh. Oh, sorry, mate. I mean, maybe after after a bunch of training. (laughs) What's even the point? (laughs) Give me the gun now! And today we should be discussing John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. It was supposed to be a routine prisoner transport. Williams was arrested on the suspicion of murdering six rail workers. The bodies were hung and decapitated. But here, a million miles from home. Hello? Anybody here?
0: Drop your weapon. I ain't going back. They're about to discover
1: nothing is what it seems. Mm, the words John Carpenters appears before the titles of some of the best genre movies of the 70s and 80s. Also this. What the hell was that?
0: I don't know.
1: Um, It turned out to be his penultimate film. He had one last crack at relevancy in 2010 with The Ward. How did that go? Ah, uh, Pretty good. He won all the Oscars. Now he's David Fincher. The American Dream. <laughs> he won the title of David Fincher. <laughs> Passed down from what? one great filmmaker to the next. What happened to David Fincher? Just Ash now. What? Bill Toby? He went back to his <laughs> job at the Greengrocers, I think. In a car shop. I will sell you one car for each of the deadly sins. This one's gluttony. I hate it. I don't even want to think about <laughs> it. Please. Yes, he. De- after the ward, he decided to retire from movies and focus on his music. And he's doing a new tour. Out now. Uh, he is really? also... Yeah. He's uh, touring yeah. Britain. I'm going to go see him and ask him to answer for this. I'm going to fling the DVDs at him and they'll slice him up like the discs from the, from the film. Although he is returning to movies to executive produce the new Halloween movie. I think the point is... No matter how retired you are, there's always time to come back and flog a, a dead horse. If it's showing just a little bit of life.
0: It twitched! <laughs> Quick, get it!
1: No, I still don't think we've gotten this quite right, guys. One more pass. It's like a fine wine. You keep adding things to it, right? To make it better. <laughs> Critics reacted to Ghosts of Mars like a surprise nipple piercing. <laughs> John J. Puccio over at Movie Metropolis said, Mad Max heads for the angry planet on a
0: pitch-black night of the living dead. Bit of a seeing-eye review there. I don't know. I thought they were going to say Angry Birds. It shows yeah. all, where my mind's at.
1: Is there a reference to Hedwig in the Angry Ench there? Maybe. Cross your eyes more. Uh, David N. Butterworth at Movie Birth. Oh! <clears throat> it's Movie Buff, but spelt birth like the French for beef. Uh, oh, I didn't get that. That's... I was
0: like, wait, Shia Buff. I thought because of your charming uh, TH fronting <laughs> that you were saying Movie Birth. B-E-R-T-H. Movie birther. Uh, I just couldn't even begin to fathom what that was getting at. <laughs> couldn't even begin to better, guess actually. what you are fucking saying. It's great. It's so great. <laughs> it's amazing.
1: Well done, David N. Butterworth, assuming you had anything to do with it. As Ghosts of Mars movies go, John Carpenter's is probably the best. Oh, uh, yes. No f- All the creativity was spent on the title of that website. After that, it's
0: just pure redundancy. And in his name. Do you know what kind of upkeep that needs?
1: <laughs> I'm
0: David N. Butterworth. I'm here to review your movie. Play it immediately. Golly. Well, I haven't got it, so I'll just, I'll just stab it out on my chest for you, if that's all right. <laughs> um, This is a WH Smith you've just walked into. Oh, whatever. Sh- sh- shush, Tony, don't. That's David M. Butterworth. <laughs> oh, God, sorry, sir. Sorry. sorry. I didn't realise. Sorry, Mr. Butterworth. I didn't realise you were David Butterworth.
1: <laughs> uh, the public weren't any less shoving railroad spikes through their nose. Darth Masiek, who is a top 1,000 reviewer for Amazon. Only 999 oh. like him. He said in the title of his review... Great idea. Good actors. Natasha Henstridge. Nice effects. All comprehensively judge our Binkst by poor scenario. There's a verb for you. What's the meaning behind
0: the expression Natasha Henstridge?
1: <laughs> what did you Just, think of the film? She's Natasha Henstridge.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. I see that. Depends. it very much depends on the tone that you say it, I suppose. <laughs> Natasha. <laughs> Natasha Henstridge? Get out of here, Mr. Butterworth.
1: Natasha
0: Henstridge. Oh Natasha Henstridge? Natasha Henstrich. Natasha Henstrich. That's more of a voice in a tone, isn't it? Yeah. Natasha Henstridge. <laughs>
1: That's pretty good. Andy Lana at Amazon said, This is a bit of a tongue-in-cheek movie with some very cheesy lines. It's an early outing for Jason Statham, but I'm not a fan of his work. The story is a good one, as you expect from John Carpenter, but his work could have been much done better justice with bigger effects budget. And a big-name actor, having said that, an old movie is that is fun to watch, quite gory, even faintly amusing. You could even snigger at some of the effects. It's a blast from the past, and it's one of them movies you remember with fondness,
0: but by secondhand. Natasha Henstridge. <laughs> <laughs> Natasha Henstridge. How would you? How would you say Natasha Henstridge in such in in a way that complemented this guy's cavalier grasp of grammar? Natasha Henstridge. <laughs> Natasha Henstridge. Ah, Natasha Henstridge. Natasha, and then you just blow up and shit yourself. <laughs>
1: <laughs> is this what that podcast is like every week? Yeah, it is. <laughs> it always ends up with them just saying Natasha Henstridge to each other, <laughs> hours and hours and hours.
0: At last, it's relevant, but uh, we don't know what to do with it now. We're going to keep funding
1: it. Just kidding, fans. No one's funding us. One last review. O'Shea Jackson Sr. said, I don't like that movie. I'm a big fan of John Carpenter, but they really didn't have the money to pull the special effects off. Pretty harsh. I want to be
0: that guy. Harsh but fair from O'Shea Jackson Sr.
1: (laughs) Harsh judgment. Uh, The movie has 21% on Rotten Tomatoes and made barely half its production budget. So, Paul, you pointless framing device. Uh, Rawr. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: excuse me i speak um mars ghost perhaps i can communicate with the m- hordes and get them to disperse uh that sounds like a good idea thank you
0: <laughs>
1: oh you know what i think my pronunciation was a little off <laughs> what's one thing about ghosts of mars that made you want to pull off your skin with glee jason statham
0: was a cheeky chappy wasn't he He's a cheeky a chappy. Chappy. he had a little bowler hat oh, he had a bit of a dick van dyke about him, didn't he he had a pork He's pie a oh, mustard. S- Snapping his neck like that Snapping <laughs> his elbows Giving it a bit of Oh, right, Mary Poppins Clicking his right, heels Natasha Gonna come and sit in my face Natasha Gonna <laughs> Gonna come and Rub me up Rub you up the right way You gonna <laughs> a, was in a of- bottle <laughs> Natasha
1: <laughs> It was lots of Really harmless Lovely Sort of old fashioned Classic movie flirting Need some help with that You're persistent aren't you <sighs> I've changed a few minds In my time there's not many of us breeders around. I'd hate to miss a chance to give it a go. What do you say? Oi, oi! Sit on this. Well, hey. Yeah. Aww, that's how my granddad got my grandmum. <laughs> Explains a lot. <laughs> well, that sounds um surprisingly fraught with um
0: mm. bad feelings. Tell me about Ghosts of Mars, John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars. Well, John Carpenter, the 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 the, the author, the visionary has decided to tell this magical story in the form of a military debrief oh yeah any military debrief the one shadest monotonist <laughs> no hidden secrets military <laughs> debrief that a man could imagine
1: the plan was simple sergeant jericho the science officer and i jumped off the train and headed towards the power plant the other stayed aboard the train as it backed into the station the idea was they provide cover and distract the Martians as we set the charges in the plant and they'd swing back, pick us up, and we'd all get as far away from Shiny Canyon as we could before the place blew. Like I said, it was a simple plan. The only problem was it didn't work the way it was supposed to. That's how I like my debriefs. Turn all the lights on and let there be any weird things where someone could hide all
0: their secrets. Natasha Henstridge is, is found handcuffed to a bloody train. Yeah. Like a woman. And, yeah. um... She's, she's then, yeah, brought into a debrief and said, explain yourself.
1: She reveals that, in fact, she and her squad were on a mission to mm. an old Western-style town on Mars, uh, which has been colonized, yeah. by the way. Uh, like 80% colonized, I think it said. Yes. Which is good. Yes. It's like Canada. <laughs> They'll get that last 20% as soon as Gus <laughs> the Penguin fucks off. So, yes, uh, their job was to um, transport, was to head into this sleepy little town, a mining town, where well, everyone just likes to have fun and mine, <laughs> and extract a prisoner who's there for some reason, and yeah. bring him back to the, the big city.
0: Yes, uh, he goes by the name of Desolation Williams. Try and say that and sound in any way cool, <laughs> imposing.
1: What could this mean, Desolation?
0: <laughs> That's my name. <laughs> don't wear it out. Seriously, don't yeah. say it ever again for the rest of the film. <laughs> <laughs> Please, for the love of God.
1: <laughs> I know, I, I know I'm ice cube,
0: but... <laughs> yeah, so, so they they go to this place. They've got to transport him for for a reason. The head of the troop is played by Pam Greer, Jackie yeah. Brown, Jackie herself. Remember her? They get to whatever the fuck the place is called, and yeah, they what is it called?
1: Oh, I don't know. Oh, uh, something
0: Canyon, Sunshine oh, Canyon. That's it. <laughs> Golden Canyon or some shit. Yeah, Caster Sugar Canyon, Rainbow Canyon, Dave's and, um, Canyon. There's no, there's no one there. So they're yep. going. In, they're going to inspect all all the hangars. There's no one there. Oh, yeah. except for um, except for a couple of people. <laughs> except they, for some zombies? zombies.
1: No, we, we find some, we find some cellmates, and they're all weird. Yeah. And then we find some non-cellmates, and they're all weird. Yeah. Um, we've. I feel like we have at least three flashbacks before we get to this point because they <sighs> separate is the thing. And then hmm. when they meet back up again, we need to see the side of the story that we just missed. Which was like yes. someone going and trying to open a door, failing to open a door, and so just coming back again.
0: Yeah, in- including about 10 seconds of the interaction that we'd already seen, leading on yeah. to the bit that we haven't <laughs> seen. Just so we know which bit it is, because we couldn't have figured that out. Jesus Christ, With now. all that dialogue that's been happening in this film, like a Tarantino movie, for God's sake. <laughs> they decide to do some searching. They're put upon, there's a lot of people hanging by the yeah, neck. all dead. Or by the feet dead they're all dead there's a woman who looks like ellen degeneres in the prisons she's she's not dead yep but she looks like ellen degeneres (laughs) so so there's a whole story there and (laughs) we um, don't get to hear and then and then they finally find desolation desolation williams
1: (laughs) yes okay we're gonna have to question desolation williams oh we're gonna have a big menacing character introduction for oh no there he is oh hello hello desolation Um, Just cut to him in a flat wide.
0: (laughs) Big old favourite of John Carpenter, that, the flat wide in this film.
1: In fact, isn't it a classic? Wasn't um, Omar Sharif's character in Lawrence of Arabia introduced that way by just fucking cutting to him?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a very intuitive method John Carpenter's employed for this (laughs) film. that's allowed the audience to cast their eyes on the vast landscape of, of shit. Yeah. that a normal close-up would have precluded. <laughs> Is that a real set? Maybe.
1: So, <laughs> so Desolation Williams, do you know what happened here? Fuck you, pigs. I fucking hate you both. Oh, you're an interesting yeah. charismatic lead. Great. <laughs> Great. Great. Look forward to spending the rest well, of the me- movie with you. There's some more searching. Well, Jason Statham takes this opportunity to go up ill. In fact, yes. Yeah. So, at this stage in the military briefing... Our lead chick, Natasha Henstridge, tells us uh, tells us about the time that Jason Statham told her a story about going up a hill and meeting yep. two guys who tell him a story about having fled a <laughs> cave after some weird gas came out. Oh, there's a scientist about the place too, by the way.
0: Oh, yeah. You didn't uh, actually follow up on your setup from the beginning of the, the podcast. This is where we see the lady with the, the surprise booby piercing. She oh! She puts Pam Grier's head on a stick. Oh
1: yeah, sorry, we should and- mention that too. One of the main characters, yeah. the sort of, the leader character, yeah, her head's on a stick.
0: Whoops. Whoops. There is a fantastic montage of what Jason Statham sees, <laughs> of, of, of various possessed people just, just <laughs> s- slicing heads off, um, <laughs> where, like, and, and doing things like wearing skin, and, and yeah. screaming, and digging in the ground, interspersed with Jason Statham's, like, leery, half-Benny Hill grin, going, <laughs> phwoar, oh, crikey. Well it's bloody hell.
1: It's at this stage that he gets on the fucking radio back to the team and says, oh, I think we got a bit of a situation here. <laughs> yeah.
0: Better get your shooter. <laughs> but it's shot as a montage.
1: It's yeah. the weirdest. <laughs> anyway. And that's when we hear the Martian language, which sounds every bit as eloquent as a grown man struggling with his fucking prosphetic. <laughs>
0: Which is genuinely why it sounds like... Ah, yes. da, 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 da. So, so that happens. And then Natasha Henstridge goes, all right, well, I better go back into the room that I just came out of. Oh, no! Desolation Williams got out somehow. <laughs> Clear Duval and the the guy that plays Desconso. Yeah, it turns out those two
1: fucking guys that he picked up, three guys, sorry, they turned out to be Desolation Williams' crew. So, oh, no, no, sorry.
0: He gets out twice. It, yeah, he gets he gets out twice. The first <laughs> time because the two rookies, Clear Duval and Desconso, let yeah. him out to, like, give him some water. And they un- <laughs> they unshackle him. Entirely. Every part yeah. of him. There you and, go. Um, you might want to use and, your s- ankles to drink <laughs> this water. <laughs> and, and surprise, surprise, Desolation Williams, murder of six people, gets <laughs> out and um and holds clear Duval at knife point. So Natasha Henstridge goes, take me, take me. And he goes, yeah, that's this seems like a good idea. So he does that. She then does her judo chop on him. Yeah. She does a special judo chop. Yeah. And he goes, oh, you, you got me there. And then he telegraphs a punch <laughs> and Natasha Henshaw just waits to see what happens. <laughs> so she's knocked out and then Ice Cube saves her life and then she saves Ice Cube's <sighs> life. And then that, that's yeah. enough to convince him to go with her, to go like back in the prison cell and then Jason Statham brings in the, the two... The three guys. The three guys. The three guys. Um, one of whom is in a new metal band. The other <laughs> two just don't fucking know. One of them wishes he was in Assault on Precinct 13. They they, they come in and it turns out that oh, they're Ice Cube's friends. So that they, <laughs> his they've, mates. they've got guns.
1: They let him out. But then Natasha Henstrich... They well, they open the door, go in this to say, amazing. Yay! And Natasha <laughs> Henstridge just closes the fucking door behind them. And they all... Four of them go, Fuck! Spot
0: playing this Shit! <laughs> what such, such idiots! Oh! Always <laughs> do this! Why? It's
1: at this stage where. <laughs> fuck me, this is, there's some malarkey, and she lets them out again, because why the fuck not? And they all agree to trust each other and be nice. Mm hmm. Um, there's a bit more of a rapey scene. She beats someone up. And then it's not yeah. that bad anymore. Anyway, she says, so what are the name of your um, unpleasant boys here that I really, really don't like, everyone? <laughs> this is Unos, Dos, Julian.
0: Hi, Julian. <laughs> Sub. Shut up, Julian. You don't talk. <laughs> oh Yeah, uno, uno, Dos, Dawson, Tres. Fantastic. <laughs> that, c- there's some great script writing, Fuck John yeah. Carpenter and Larry Elkin. Well done, both. You are.
1: They come back yeah. into the main room where they have everyone else locked up in jail cells and the old man is fucking spasming in the corner and cutting his mm-hmm. face and you know clawing mm-hmm. at his um his arms and such and um Natasha answers just says how long has this been going on for and the um sort of um dancer chick just says a oh, while yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's probably oh. turning into All a zombie right. oh
0: that was it could you let us out please at this stage they 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 decide they have to come up with a plan because there's a lot of minors the yeah. issue is That when they were when they were digging and colonising Mars, and God, what a colonisation they achieved! (laughs) They 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 unearthed a tomb which was not built by man. Yeah, says Ellen DeGeneres, and um, (laughs) some some red mist came out, which is ghosts, and they they seep into the minds of the miners, and the the miners then all started to feel partial to cutting off their own skin. Yeah, piercing it cutting off the skin of other people and then wearing that skin
1: yeah they get evil dead syndrome yes it's very dangerous in fact when you kill a ghost um that's in a person the ghost will leave the body and head for the nearest person possessing them so yeah basically you're gonna have to be very tactical you can't just run around shooting them because otherwise it will free all of the ghosts and put you at risk um yes so they go they decide to go outside and start shooting them yes there's a brief montage of preparing for this, which includes a man cutting off his own thumb, which never comes up again.
0: Nope, that's um, that comedy. That's that Paul <laughs> Verhoeven vibe <laughs> that we all know and love. Love it. Buy that for a dollar. Rather than have an interesting mission where they <laughs> just maim people uh, yeah. and do that in interesting, funny ways, they just, they just kill people and um, yeah. and, and, and risk all risk getting possessed. And, and would you believe it, when they do that, Natasha Henstridge gets possessed?
1: Yes, that does happen. There's a big fight scene
0: where um,
1: extras are clearly seen running around in circles in the background. (laughs) (laughs) And then Natasha Henstridge gets possessed. Disconso dies. No. Disconso dies.
0: Oh. Uh, I think...
1: I think Unos does or Trez die. Not whoever that was. No. Natasha Henstridge gets possessed by a ghost. Oh, yeah, okay. After Jason Statham has a good old snog on her. They decide, oh, God, she's possessed by a ghost. Uh, Let's just take her outside. And uh, Jason Statham decides to spike her just before yeah. um, they do that. They slip her one of the hallucinogenic drugs that she's quite fond of taking. Yeah. Um, she trips balls, sees the Martians in their original state, manages yeah. to overthrow the uh, possession somehow, mm-hmm. and comes back in and says, Guys, guys, I've got new insights into the Martians. Yeah? What can you tell us? They don't like us very much. Okay. <laughs> so um, how did you not get possessed? I guess it was the drugs. Oh, okay. Do we all need to take drugs then and have a crazy psychedelic battle against the fucking bad guys? No, nah, no. Nah, no, they're my run. drugs. Just run.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, these are my drugs. These are Natasha's druggy wuggies.
1: Look, it says. <laughs> oh, I've right. Written it on. It does say it does There's say. There's a little smiley face over the um, in the A for Natasha. <laughs> all three of them.
0: That is my face. <laughs> and it is her face. <laughs> So that now they just go out and shoot them. Yeah, and then so so more people die, and then eventually... Yeah. Jason Statham die? I I read in the Wikipedia that Jason Statham dies, but I didn't see it. Uh,
1: Basically, eventually it comes down to just being Natasha Henstridge and um, Ice Cube. Desolation
0: Williams. So he does die. He is (laughs) dead in this story. Must be um, oh, God. Along with Desconso Oh Oh no I've got to stop saying it Because I'm making myself sad
1: So yeah They pull into the station Then we get to where we left Oh no He slips away He handcuffs he her away. to the bed Yeah, yeah. He stitches uh...
0: her up And then he stitches her up Doesn't he
1: <laughs> He handcuffs her to the bed and Then he buggers off And she gets arrested By that matriarchy She's part of And they put her yeah. on trial And um Yeah It's like, like... Oh, Then what happened Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, go to your room. Oh, there's ghosts. Yeah. Oh no. Desolation William shows up, throws her a machine yeah. gun, and they go to do what they do best. Witty banter. Which is looking down the <laughs> doing witty banter and looking down the camera lens. To fuck the audience. If you ever want to come to the other side, you'd make a hell of a crook. You'd make a hell of a cop.
0: <laughs> nah. Let's just kick smash. It's what we do best. <laughs> and that's the end. <laughs> And then, and then Uwe Boll comes in with a guitar and (laughs) that's, that's it for 10 minutes. (laughs) Oh God. All right. Well, that was
1: Ghosts of Mars. Now. Fuck me. Before we discuss it, I did ask you to watch a second film this week. Yes. I Um, asked you if you wouldn't mind terribly watching John Carpenter's Assault on Precinct 13. 1978, which was oh, his first no. big. Oh no! I know what you did. Oh shit! I watched Battlefield Earth. All right. Well, how did Barry Pepper's performance as
0: Caveman <laughs> compare to the Ice Cube? Well, I can, I can probably, uh, based on I've seen the, I've seen the thing. I can probably guess what Assault and Precinct is yeah, right. Just
1: Paul, tell me about Assault and Precinct Thirteen.
0: Oh, Salt and Precinct Thirteen was quite good. It's classical carpenter, I'd say. It's got it's got the music yeah. and um, it's got the sort of brooding, the brooding pacing. Yeah, of a classic carpenter. The
1: wonderful pacing, yeah. the narrative simplicity. I yeah. mean, that really is something that just follows him all the yeah. way through his work. Um, at work the crazy the extras. <laughs> He's got the crazy extras, the eccentric performances. He's got the it's Tina. Just a, it's just a crowd pleaser. Is the thing I've yeah. seen it with an audience uh, recently, just um, at the BFI, and it just it just goes down well. There's a lot of funny lines. There's um, larger than life characters, and you know mm. you've got fucking what's his name Napoleon um, Williams Wilson, what is... <laughs> Napoleon <laughs> Wilson. Wilson. Oh god, Napoleon Wilson and um, Desolation, Desolation Williams. Ones. Jesus yeah, Christ, Jesus. but you've got him, and he's got genuinely funny lines. Sure, could use a smoke. Do you understand me, Wilson? You mumble a little bit. So I get the general idea. Mm. And he's played like Charles Bronson.
0: <laughs> yes, fucking hell, you're right, actually. And what I've what I've noticed about classic Carpenter, cl- that is classic Carpenter, is that <laughs> there is just an acceptable level of schlock in everything yes. he does. It's, it's, it revels in it. There's a glorious yeah. amount of schlock.
1: But like, yeah, even even in Carpenter's more serious films, you'll have lines like Mac wants the flamethrower. Mac mm. wants the what? You know. It yeah, he'll yeah. have like a, a moment of disbelief where it's just something very cheesy but extraordinarily yeah. cool. Yes, if not outright I... tongue in cheek, like, you know, Big Trouble in Little China.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm thinking of the, the potato scene in Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Yeah. When they just do <laughs> potatoes because um I can't I can't remember the name of the the black guy, but he's um yeah. He's saying that he's he's complaining how unlucky he is and he never wants yeah. he never wants to flip a coin to see he's gonna go out and do it because he's he's so unlucky. So let's do potatoes. Yeah. And then these two <laughs> hardened killers just walk up and start <laughs> slapping each other's hands, going, oh, potato, ha oh, potato, potato, yeah, <laughs> Like really getting into uh, it. Yeah, and and, and and it's played off to a very stylish effect. Um yeah. and, and and it's attempted once or twice in this, but the, Well, it would be like the thumb scene. So there's a scene in this yeah. where a
1: guy, they're cutting open tins in order to make grenades. Mm. And a guy takes a can off of a woman and says, that's not how you do it, baby. Let me show you how I yeah. do it. And he's high on drugs. I've got a new metal beard. <laughs> and he, he chops the can open, holds it up, you know, very happy. And it's revealed to us that his thumb has been cut off as well by the movement. Yeah. So mm. that's like the potato movement. But uh, I mean, it's an interesting but movie But it's a contrast. It? no yeah. it's an interesting contrast here because they're very similarly plotted movies mm. and actually a lot of people have pointed out ghost of Mars is like a best of selection but it's a best of done rubbish you know it's like the it could be anyone from the thing but done yeah. badly <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it's you know the um the premise of assault and precinct 13. The character of Snake Plissken, you know, from the Escape yeah. movies. And in fact, this was originally meant to be an Escape movie, with um, yes. Kurt Russell's Snake Plissken playing Desolation Williams. But everyone decided that was a bad idea, because Escape <laughs> from L.A. sucked. There's a lot to compare between these two in particular.
0: With the dialogue, you can see they were trying to go for the feel of a cult film from the 70s. The same with yeah. the, the camera work. It had even had the like the weird sound editing and awkward silences from his <laughs> early work. Um, yeah and but but the style that that worked with his better mm. movies just really didn't work with with what he was working with also with no. like that that blue steel early noughties vibe that yeah. I got from from the sets oh god
1: the aesthetic to this was awful everything <laughs> yeah. was just red dirt and yeah. i actually hear that in order to film like the cave sequences everything was like pure white crystal that they then had to dye red and it's like it sounds like it was a much more interesting location before you did that just yeah it's mars doesn't mean everything has to be red
0: it, it just m- makes everything feel so unpopulated and it's, so yeah, it feels unworked on, like unfinished
1: yeah it's much quieter than say assault on precinct 13 which is made for way less money but the aesthetic is way grittier it feels more real yeah. and it feels like a city You know, one that's crippled by fear, but it feels like a sissy, this place. This feels like a set. I mean, Carpenter was very influenced by Westerns. If you look at Assault and Precinct 13, it's essentially a remake of Rio Bravo. Mm. Um, And, you know, the character of... um, Oh, God, I'm going to call him Desolation Williams. No, get out of my head, bad movie. (laughs) (laughs) Obscuring the good one. Napoleon. Napoleon was based on Charles Bronson's character from uh, Once Upon a Time in the West, as codified by... um, the line he's got something about death about him so he wears his influences on his sleeve he's certainly not afraid to show it and it feels like ghosts of mars was sort of heavily influenced by previous carpenter films but for me the biggest problem is just that the the cinematic style is gone i mean some of the decisions here are baffling the fade outs (laughs) and fade ins and swipes
0: oh my god there are so many wipes the, the choice of montage to show all the violent scenes was crazy the the wipes every time somebody was about to tell a story, it would be a new wipe.
1: And fading in and fading out and back into a sequence, yeah. Set just seconds later, so if a character says, here, open the door and uncuff them we fade out, and then fade in and they're uncuffed. Yeah
0: And that's Why just would you very do that?
1: strange, it creates the impression a lot of time has passed, that's what a fade in does. Yeah
0: well, you say he, like he wears his influences on his sleeve, and but mm. he's cannibalized old he's cannibalized old Carpenter, and but there is what influences. You know what it felt like. This to me felt like
1: Francis Ford Coppola on Twixt, and you know, suddenly a guy who's been working on celluloid all his life has access to some digital filmmaking and editing software. Mm. It's like, oh look, I can make a star wipe.
0: We yeah, do that back Italian. in the 70s.
1: Let's do that. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Like it's PowerPoint. so inept. I mean, I was amazed watching Assault on Precinct 13 again. How funny it is. Like, the lines yes. are really good. Like, early on, you get endeared to Napoleon Dynamite. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Napoleon Bonaparte. You get endeared to him because he has that line when he gets... Aside from constantly asking if anyone has a smoke, which is quite cute. Yeah. He gets knocked in the head and falls off a chair. And the guy turns around to ask what happened. And he says... I don't sit down in chairs as well as I used to. You know, it's funny yeah. and it's self-deprecating and it endears you to him. I got nothing off of Desolation Williams other than a really aggressive attitude that I found really off-putting.
0: It, it works in twenty-one and twenty-two Jump Street, right? Is yes. the lesson that you can you, that when the joke from is that. he's an angry black man? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And but yeah, in in this the issue, the issue is there's no there's no self-deprecation. There's yeah. nothing. There's no reflection. Everything is just out all the time, facing out. Yeah, um, we're gonna grab the audience's attention
1: and affections.
0: Yeah, so it's just you know, J- Jason Statham is a pervert. Natasha Henshaw <laughs> is a is a is a no nonsense uh, commander. She and... breaks out a little bit. Like I really
1: enjoyed her drug habit because I remember as a kid that was relatively rare to have a sympathetic lead character who. Yeah does recreational drugs by choice. And to be honest, I kind of like her decision to just fuck, to kiss Jason Statham, because I figured maybe there was an attraction there that she yeah. didn't really want to explore, but, you know, there's ghosts outside. Yeah, fuck yeah. it, I'm up for a bone.
0: F- fuck it, why not? But I do I not really think they they explored that drug habit all that much. She took it once. No. Pam Grier went, you're on drugs again. And then, <laughs> and then Jason, later Jason Statham went, no, Jason Williams went, you're high right now. And she went, maybe, I don't know how to behave high, but... Yeah. Sure. Yeah, they didn't really, they didn't a... really explore it. I, I wanted more of a... No. If, if they were going to go for the flawed character thing, yeah. then do it. Same yeah. with the debrief. I mean, what the fuck were they thinking yeah, with the debrief? actually...
1: Do you know what? There's something you could do with that narrative structure, which is this... If you had her lying to them, like yes. constantly, you see her... Yes, this you is know, why. I've... There's mm. one moment, I think, where she says, oh... You know, this happened when actually we see that it didn't. Maybe yeah. if we have her lying, we could be like, "Well, why is she lying? What are we? What is she hiding?" The- and we could be, have a bit of tension there and intrigue.
0: Yes, this is exactly what I was thinking. A flaw- have yeah. a have a flawed narrator, you know, yeah. or um, unreliable narrator. There's yeah. a reason why she's why she's lying. Why is she lying? You know.
1: Just... Yeah, we get to figure it out
0: as the story goes. I thought maybe that's what they were going to do with it, but they they didn't. And yeah, <clears throat> it just it just ended up being a completely pointless uh, narrative device.
1: Yeah, and we have um. all these incredibly pointless flashbacks. Like where a character, it gets the point a character just shows up in a room with a carrot, and it's like, mm. how'd you get that? Well, I was walking down the street, and it <laughs> cuts to them Star get White. acquiring the carrot, and then yeah. they just walk into the room. Yeah. and then you asked me how I got this carrot, and <laughs> I told you that I've been up the street and I would found the carrot and come down yeah. here. And it's just why this detail?
0: Yeah, if you're going to do, we do... need to
1: find them. Find the bodies.
0: Yes, usually when you do when you do that whole device of story from several different perspectives, you rash them on it. There's there's a yeah. reason for it. It's not just an, a way of telling the yeah. rest of the story. Just intercut. It's fine. Just intercut. Yeah, don't make it all from Natasha Henstridge's perspective. Yeah, because if if you're gonna if you're doing that, then there's a reason for it. The smoking yeah. Henstridge. It's you know you, you've got it, it, <laughs> Chekhov's Henstridge. There's a reason. Yeah, exactly. Chekhov's Henstridge. There's a us- there's a purpose for having it from mm. one person's perspective. But if there's not, all you're doing is hamstringing yourself into having, yeah. having to contri- contrive ridiculous reasons <laughs> for telling the story from other perspectives. Yeah, but by doing this, by by telling it from all these different perspectives, you're messing with the pace and also the timeline yeah. of events you'll have this big moment and yeah. then they'll be like, oh yeah, then this also happened. And then they go yeah. back and revisit it and then have the thing. So you then go back but it already happened and they don't show yeah. it properly anyway. So yeah. there's no pacing. There's no tension. The me- the
1: music is really... <laughs> the heavy metal... The music metal- is so terrible. Yeah, the heavy metal really ruins some decent scare moments. <laughs>
0: And just makes the action very dated and silly. It's Uwe Ball, fair yeah. at this stage. The, he- the the heavy metal music and the just fucking directionless action <laughs> scenes. It's just missing slow motion. There was one actually. I was going to ask this. There's there's about an ex- a minute or two of one of the fight scenes, and I can't remember which one it is. And I couldn't tell if it was slow motion or they were just <laughs> moving, moving slowly, that slowly, but but with the intention of making it look like slow motion. <laughs> 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 Uh, oh. <laughs> my face. Maybe <laughs> I imagine the reality wasn't none of the people there could fight or had been trained to fight. Well, because yep. So the, a- the other thing is that um none of the characters looked battle ready. None of them looked like they'd gone through yeah. any amount of intensive training. Yeah, N- none of them looked like they were able to fire a gun or that they were ready mm. for a crisis. They just, they just, yeah. like this is the whole unpopulated world problem. Nobody looked like they were actually military. Because none of it was believable.
1: In *Assault and Sweet 13*, when um the main character throws uh, Napoleon Dynamite a gun, mm. you know, a shotgun, he just turns and fires off two shots instantly. Like and it's it looks nothing. fucking great. It looked great. It looked like fucking Lee Marvin in Point Blank, just powder yeah. and light and flash and... Poof, yeah. And he does it, it like, for oh the yeah. rest of the movie. He's a killer. There we yeah. go. Yeah, Fuck yeah, Stone Cold. I didn't get the same from Ice Cube with his machine gun in each hand, doing his little <laughs> skip, and looking quickly, furtively from side to side <laughs> yeah. as he fires the two guns. The thing is, I do still have quite a bit of affection for John Carpenter, because he has directed oh, yeah. some of my favourite genre course, movies. Yeah. You know, The Fog, The Thing, Halloween... You know the guy's a master, and it's very distressing to see his output so recently. There's some I haven't seen. I haven't seen his um, Lovecraft film, or mm. you know, I, I saw Vampires with uh, James Woods, and there was a mean-spiritedness to it. I remember mm. I saw it when I was very young, but I just remember all the characters being kind of assholes. But then again, I think about the Thing, and they're all kind of assholes. So what's the difference? There's something about <laughs> Kurt Russell that just has yeah. this sort of charisma. That gets you through it. Maybe that's it. James Woods always just frightened me.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um... I think
1: you need charisma to make it work. And I was surprised at how much charisma that actor who plays Napoleon Dynamite has. Oh man, in, it's um... dripping. Yeah. It's fucking great because he looks kinda like a squash Sam Rockwell. But sweet Christ does he fucking ooze yeah. you know, control over every scene. And when yeah. I've never wanted two characters to fuck each other in a movie more than him and the orange shirt <laughs> chick in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> two shots. Do I save it for the two of us? You save them for the first two assholes who come through that vent.
0: I'm curious about one thing. Just one? No, there are other things, but at the moment this one interests me the most. What's that? Why don't you climb through that vent and take off down the sewer in the other direction?
1: Well, there are two things a man should never run from, even if they cost him his life. One is a man who's helpless and can't run with you. What's the other? It's just like, please uh, God, let them have a moment. They've earned it. Did you say moment or romance?
0: A rom, a romance moment. She was, she was stone cold as well. She was, she was cool as ice, willing to sacrifice. Yeah, she the moment was... where she
1: gets shot in the arm and just
0: like yeah. blinks is, yeah. oh man. The, the two of them, the two oh. of them did fuck. They fucked everyone in the room with that, ice, <laughs> with that gaze. Fuck man, yeah, that was good. But yeah, n- n- that was chemistry t- to Natasha Henshaw credit, she was exuding a, a bit of Charlie Theron from time yeah, to time, I, liked, I think.
1: I quite liked Henstridge in this. I quite like Henstridge. She was in a, a lousy Jean-Claude Van Damme movie called Maximum Risk.
0: Oh, nice. And she's the chick from Species. Species yeah, of course. Yeah, But I, But it was still lacking, I thought. She was still not yeah. believably a military it's the... girl. She was no, just... Yeah. You know, she was uh, Tara Reid playing mm. playing a, an archaeologist in an Uwe Boll film. I just can't separate <laughs> this from Uwe Boll. It, it feels no, It feels so... It feels exactly like Alone in the Dark is my issue.
1: Yeah, and it's a shame because the the premise to this is fabulous, I think. Yeah. Just, you know, you're on Mars, there's ghosts. I think in terms of like correcting things, almost everything that's introduced could be done in an interesting way. You've just got to do it th- like mm. that. Maybe it needed more time and development.
0: It's a very schlocky premise, though, I think.
1: I don't mind that. That's fine. You know, what's the premise? They're transporting... They're transporting a prisoner yeah. and ghosts attack. Yeah. So a couple of things. First of all, like we said, that narrative device needs to work. Yeah. So she's lying to the court yes. and we don't know why. She's hiding something, which maybe tra- turns out to be that she, maybe she was in on it. Maybe she yeah. knew Desolation Williams from the drug world. yeah, And that all of this was an attempt to, she all along planned to spring him, but couldn't do it while Squares Jason Statham was around. <laughs> yeah, And so had to wait until he was on his deathbed at the end until she was like, sorry, honey. Yeah. this whole time i was <laughs> natasha henstridge <laughs> yeah no no
0: so bombs that yeah
1: secondly the ghosts you can't just shoot them reduce how many of them there are mm. and you can't just shoot them because when you do the ghosts leave and possess someone yeah so it's now a horror thing like the thing mm. and maybe you don't know who's possessed so it becomes scary but they are all sort of leaning into self-mutilation but maybe they're doing it quite subtly. Maybe there's a moment where, at the very end of it, a character goes to shake another character's hand and says, I couldn't have done it without you. And as they're shaking hands, blood starts to drip down the sleeve. Yeah. And it turns out they've been, like, cutting their arms the whole time and that
0: they're a (sighs) ghost. I'm a ghost now. (laughs) By schlocky premise, I don't mean that it's inherently bad. I mean that Mm. it's just got to be handled with, well, just any amount of care. Yeah. All right, let's quick fire. Quick fire. The intro made me think of Mass Effect.
1: <laughs> okay. I really like this is special that there's a credit for special makeup effects. Huh. Oh. It's like yeah. And there was some decent special makeup effects, you know, to which which deserves a credit in the front in the front credits.
0: Yes, l- leading on from that some very good piercings. Yeah. Um some, some shots of people just piercing their faces. <laughs> and their and their and their cheeks popping like balloons.
1: Ugh. Oh, I like the swirly Celtic thing on Natasha Henstridge's uh, drug dispenser which uh, when, she's high, oh, yeah. when she's high, she looks at it and it does a weird swirly thing.
0: I forgot that Jason Statham was in this and uh, the realisation <laughs> before his performance actually began was uh, was something akin to uh, Boyd optimism.
1: <laughs> I've got to say, I really dug his first scene. Mm, you beat me. Looks like you've played Tots before. No, I've never done this. Let's spin him again. One down and one up. And I was like, oh God, if he maintains this level of definitely not a personitude throughout this whole thing, then I'll be very happy.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, w- it w- didn't quite maintain that, but yeah. the, the, the couple of times that he said fuck were probably the most natural thing in the <laughs> entire movie. He's just come out of snatch, he's feeling a bit tasty, <laughs> and there's one there's one line when he goes, and he goes What the fuck is going on here, Lieutenant? That's what a man would say. That's what a person does. <laughs> Remember that.
1: Oh yeah, decent special effect on a throat getting cut. Like a layer yes. of film that gets sort of peeled back there and yeah, it's decent.
0: Ah, cool. That wasn't the death of Desconso, was it? With the, 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 the disc coming and cutting his f- whole fucking head off? No, it wasn't. It was earlier than that, but that was delicious. Desconso was actually responsible for the one good shotgun blast in that entire fucking ridiculous fight. <laughs> it's not quite... I was going to say Desolation Williams. It's not quite Napoleon Wilson style, but yeah. he turns around and he just blasts a blasts a ghost with a shotgun. Yeah. sounds good, it looks good, mm. and he looks good when he's doing it. <laughs> Um,
1: I found an even better instance Of Ice Clube's um, little bounce That he does when he's going into <gasps> um, It's it's when I think it's early on when he goes into um, The town expecting to find loads of people But there aren't any mm. He goes for the heist So he just bounces into an empty room Sort of lower lip, thoroughly bit Machine gun in each hand <laughs> Like yeah Oh, <laughs> <laughs> There's no one there
0: oh, Got all sexed up for nothing
1: <laughs> He goes into every room like that <laughs> So you get a name like Desolation. Oh, I like the reveal of Pam Grier's head on a spike. It's upsetting because we haven't seen her leave the group. We don't know yeah. where she's gone. There's no hint that something might have happened to her. And Jason Statham just approaches like someone doing something with a with a stick. <coughs> and he runs up there. Yeah. And like first of all, we get a shot of his face looking really upset. Like, oh no. And then it cuts yeah. and we see Pam Grier's head on a stick. It's quite abrupt. Mm. I like it.
0: I, and we don't get a flashback I, of how it fucking happened. No, true. Did you know it was going to be Pam Greer's head already? I suspect it, it was quite. It was. It was quite obviously Pam Greer's head because yeah. it looked like, uh, like. well, it looked like Pam Pam Greer's hair when everyone else was. <laughs> it looked, just an looked an awful look lot. Fucking like awful. Like Pam Greer's yeah. head. <laughs> I did like the oh we're meat now thing that the dead bodies had, which it reminded me a bit of Predator. Movie. Yeah, there's yeah. something about the 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 dead body parts being desecrated yeah um that reminded me of you know the predator pulling a spine out of someone and just holding it aloft like, yeah this is mine now it's <laughs> going on the wall <laughs> i like the idea that the government screws you out of time and pay by the fact that one year oh on yeah it's two in mars <laughs> that was a cool that was a cool little thing
1: oh, that was a nice little bit of corporate cynicism yeah
0: thanks carpenter That's very verhoven <laughs> and i he- feel like he was channeling verhoven but through a sock
1: it's weird. It the, um the, the name of the company that screwed the hardworking good people out of the money was Mustafa Akkad. It's a bit uh <laughs> a bit random. <laughs> on the on the nose. <laughs> oh, you're representatives of the Mustafa Akkad company. What are you here to do? To screw you guys into the fucking
0: ground. <laughs> <laughs> and to fuck some kids, allegedly. <laughs> but definitely. Uno. He has a great lesson learned face after Natasha Henstridge grapples him. <laughs> After after he after he gives it the big one and she twists yeah. his arm and uh, snaps his ha- snaps his hand. Yeah. When she lets go of him, he's like, "Ow, it really hurt. Never do that again. <laughs> I'm a better person now. Crime doesn't movies. pay.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna straighten up and fly right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going legit. Um, I'm Going back to my dad's halal store. <laughs> my dad's halal farm. Halal, yeah. <laughs> Would you like some halal, sir? What? You're not doing this right, mate. Always oh, back to crime for me. <laughs> <laughs> totally complicated story, that guy. I did try. You'll never get the hang of it, son.
0: <laughs> Bring shame to my halal farm.
1: <laughs> no, Dad, that's not the feedback I'm getting. <laughs> oh, Jason Statham says a line, but I can't remember why he says it so funny, but the line is...
0: Turned your brain into Swiss cheese.
1: It's a real horror show. And there's something about cheese that's very yeah. good, but I can't remember what it is.
0: <laughs> One of his sort of creepy, douche chill lines really stood out. Um... <laughs> He's like talking about being persistent and winning people over. And he goes, I've changed a few minds in my time. And it's this fucking amazing image of Jason Statham just (laughs) begging women for a a fuck. Oh, go on. (laughs) Please. I'm so fucking lonely. (laughs) Just touch it. Touch it once. Look Look at it. It's so cold and sad. Look at my pecs. (laughs) I'm Ray Winston. Disconsolately (laughs) begging women, weeping. And then coming back to him looking all like calm and confident. (laughs) Changed a few minds in my time. (laughs)
1: I don't know why, maybe it's just because Jason Statham's a pretty fucking handsome motherfucker with a tight bod. Yeah. But when she does just kiss him, I was just like, yeah, yeah, I'd fuck him. Well, I've been kind of a, t- you know, he's, uh, I I agree that it's not the old, you know, mantra of, um oh, when a woman says um no, what she really means is, try again later. Be persistent. Yeah. That's how you get the ladies. <laughs> and I dislike that, but...
0: But also eh, women that extraordinary. Women love a bastard, don't they? <laughs> All of them. So, yeah. That's what, that's what I've learned through nothing. Fine. <laughs> no, but did actually I did say. I did think that he she was the the reason she did that was she was going to fuck with him. She was going to lead him on and then like grab his mm. nuts and 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 be like listen here you piece of yeah. shit. <laughs> I won't sleep with you if you're the last man on, uh, you know. But actually she was just like, well, we might die, so fuck it, let's bone down. Yeah.
1: And I like that. It's a little yeah. bit of sexual agency from her. Yeah. That's you know, that you're pretty, you're probably pretty what you
0: do, you know. Yeah. If you were confronted by a creepy Jason Statham, you're like, well, he has got a good bod, and I am going to die. Yeah, so. he's got a diver's bod. You yeah, know. fuck it. It's not like <laughs> he's going to live to, uh, like, use this experience <laughs> to other women's detriments later. Might as well just do it.
1: <laughs> the line. You know, I really don't understand you at all, Desolation. It's <laughs> so crap that it must be on purpose. Yeah. It must have written that on purpose and just been like... You know, like the good, old-fashioned John Carpenter dialogue. It must have been, right?
0: <laughs> Listeners at home, right? Right in, tell us. Was this on purpose? <laughs> Welcome Great to it. this week's... <laughs> was this Does on purpose? do this? <laughs> Get a jingle for that. <laughs> <laughs> was this on Does purpose? Uh do this? Uh, Ballard. One assumes a nod to JG. Oh, yeah. I guess so. As good. I'm sure he was pleased with that. This is a
1: lot like High Rise.
0: Yeah. Is
1: he dead? Was he dead at this time of filming? <laughs> is he dead? Will he ever be dead? Listeners right in, in our latest segment, <laughs> is he dead? <laughs> <laughs> whilst we're talking about <laughs> the fact that I quite like Jason Statham in this, <laughs> yep. I really liked the really affectionate way um, that he placed a psychotropic drug into an unconscious woman's mouth. <laughs> <laughs> he kind of stroked her face. Oh, it's his cheeky Once chappy charm, it. isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, that nah, made nah. it sweet when he stroked her face while
0: she was unconscious. He did it with care, and it was a bit of sadness when he yeah. was
1: like, uh, Sweet dreams, Natasha Henstridge.
0: <laughs> Ooh, that's so creepy. Pam Greer firing the shotgun on a, uh, on a flat wide shot looked amazingly like Richard Ayoade as Dean Lerner playing Thornton Reed <laughs> in just about every shot of Dark Place. And and there was a lot of Dark Place in this as
1: well, wasn't there? There were some very awkward moments. I really liked how the Big Bad um, <laughs> would repeatedly get frustrated at having not caught those pesky kids. And so he would stop. he' the he's a hench kind of massive guy. Um yeah. who's a little hard to take seriously because all of his dialogue is oh, go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, he's physically imposing. But they frequently have him running into a space and just going "ah!" <laughs> like wringing his fists and sort of
0: <laughs> Yeah. Damn yeah, kids!
1: Natasha Henstridge <laughs>
0: The, the the horde of zombies chasing after them was literally hundreds of people. That's production value right there. Well, hey, get a load
1: of that, James Gwen. Gwen, whatever.
0: <laughs> Gwen, 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 one, two. <laughs> yeah, no, it was actually a, a real, like a film thing. Yeah. Like Peter Jackson.
1: Absolutely. Um, I liked when the chick with the bob. Um...
0: Creative al from the faculty,
1: sir. It Watch the faculty. the faculty, sir. Watch the faculty. <laughs> um, I really liked when she got decapitated <laughs> because she ducked the first one and came back yes. up again, and then the second one just lopped her head off.
0: When when they're having the standoff after Ice Cube Masterminds, his way past the rookies, and they've all got guns pointed at each other. <laughs> Natasha Henserys goes, "Drop the gun, Disconso," and uh, Ice Cube goes, "Yeah, drop the gun, Disconso." <laughs> it's a it's a very it's a very <laughs> cool like attitudey. <laughs> But also a t- massively childish way of dealing with a shootout. Yeah, Desconso, I'm going to shoot Ice Cube. Hate it when he does that. Didn't work out, did it? My name's not Desconso, it's Greg. <laughs> Greg Desconso. <laughs> Sorry, we hadn't been formally introduced. <laughs> I'm Desolation. Oh, I know who you are, Desolation.
1: <laughs> um, I really like the way Ice Cube stares intently at a little piece of wall just before he puts his hand on it <laughs> to-, to lean. <laughs> He just—he—he he makes a real effort of just checking the wall Before he leans on
0: it If you've got to ask Ice Cube why he checks a piece of wall Before he leans on it, you don't know Ice Cube You don't know <laughs> you what cube. You don't happened. know the things
1: he's seen <laughs> I've been yep. let down by some pretty important walls in my life You think a wall's going to be there for you? You're just playing <laughs> games, kid Because when your back's up against a wall And you need a wall to stand up on Well, doesn't make any sense, does it? Would you like a sausage, um, Ice Cube? Get that the fuck away from me
0: Tell am telling you a sausage I can't lean on <laughs>
1: I never met a sausage I couldn't lean on. <laughs> <laughs> you can depend on sausages.
0: Oh god. Okay. Um. My my last one. They kill someone, and the ghost is floating about when it goes into that old dude's ear. <laughs> yeah. It's a really cool. I really yes. appreciate the lack of a reaction. Yeah. And, um. I I was expecting him to suddenly go hur, hur, yeah. and and start kicking things over and peeling his face off, but all that, it kind of looks like somebody blew in his ear. Yeah. And it's actually a setup as well.
1: <laughs> You're right. That is what I meant by lack of reaction from Possessed Guy, which was a note way too vague yeah. for me to get. So, Okay, last good thing. There is a moment where... Um, who is it? I can only picture the characters from Assault and Precinct 13 now. It's Natasha Henstridge. And I think it's yep. Statham. Or it might be Desolation Williams. They're talking. And just outside of the eyesight, but in the foreground for us, a door handle starts moving, which neither of them see and then the yes. door kind of opens and it falls back again without either of them seeing the conversation carries on and mm-hmm. there's no music to confirm it whatsoever it's not underscored yes. it just happens and mm-hmm. that was pure carpenter that was carpenter yes. from the fog it was um the thing you know it's just putting something in the frame that nobody else has noticed you know that's mm. that's just carpenter all over and it, it it gave me a little chill just to remember who you know whose work i was watching <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah, this guy used to know how to really fucking chill you. The,
0: it's, yeah. the, it's the Michael Myers sitting up in the corner of the room to know yeah. musical sting.
1: It's a bit of a shame, but you know what? Having gone through all of these moments, I can remember now that I did spend quite a bit of this film laughing.
0: Yeah, laughing at. <laughs>
1: yeah, well, laughing at's fine. We've recommended <laughs> films for less. It's frustrating because of all the things that
0: might have been and all the things that were. But, you know, and look, it's I mean, one it's, of the worst w- films we've watched. It's, it's worth watching just to see how John Carpenter could go so wrong.
1: Yeah, how not to do a cult movie And how to mess up a really interesting premise Yeah Mm. Right, well, let's talk about The One Better Thing The One Better Thing
0: trying to think of the one better thing my mind whirled around things like resident evil doomsday centurion and then i felt weird about neil marshall for a bit but there's this rich <laughs> vein of post apocalyptic horror action to feast your tits on <laughs> on one hand you've got danny boyles very good go at the thing 28 days later with a sexual killian murphy and some sexual brendan gleason playing ray winston very <laughs> quick it's ruthless and ramps up the tension to no end you've got zombie land on the other side of that which is very smart and funny and some really good gore but in the interest of suggesting something a little lesser known but probably not all that much uh, give charlie brooker's dead set a go it's a ah. six-part story a five-part story sorry of people mm. either on big brother or working on the big brother show holding up yeah. in the big brother house to avoid a zombie apocalypse some very funny cameos andy nyman is absolutely brilliant in it and yeah. uh, oh Terrifying. jamie winston the actor kevin eldon and riz Ahmed are in it too cool good recommendation sir uh,
1: my recommendation is going with the siege angle of things and um mm. Oh, first of all, we absolutely must fucking say that you should go and watch Assault and Precinct 13 if you haven't. The original 1978 John Carpenter version, it's really good fun. It still holds up as a really genuinely entertaining, crowd-pleasing cult movie. But if you'd like something a bit more modern, of a similar sort of premise, um, I would recommend Jeremy Solniers' The Green Room. Uh, Mm -hmm. It's a movie about a punk band who um, go and play for a Nazi club. Uh, The gig seems to go well, as well as it can go. Uh, And then they come back to the green room to discover a murder has occurred. Um, The band is suddenly held in the room. Things get tense and it turns, it escalates into a sort of standoff situation with the Nazis on the outside and the punk band on the inside. How are they going to get out? You know, it's a really brutal fucking movie. It's, um, deaths happen suddenly and abruptly, you know, it's, it's, um, suddenly and abruptly, mind you. It's very bone tomahawk. It's, um, it's very disturbing.
0: um, don't even say that name
1: <laughs> it's a movie where death can just happen in an instant and that means that the t- and the, the effect of that is that the tension is fucking tight as a piano string it just mm. you know it, it's so it maintains it throughout the entire thing this feeling of unease and danger and that you yeah. want our characters to get out especially a fabulous performance by anton yelchin and um who plays the punk girl uh, she's not the punk girl so she's the uh the nazi uh one of the nazis is stuck in there with them but she becomes sympathetic and so she becomes the sort of guide to the the mm. nazis outside
0: careful now
1: uh imogen poots oh uh, yeah okay yeah she's fantastic in it and we've uh we haven't mentioned yet of course that patrick stewart plays the head um nazi yes I'm yeah the leader of the it. skinheads and he's fucking great He's, he's really else. yeah he really he's is. really frightening. He abandons every shred yeah. of that charm he used to have and just exudes a sort of cool competence and an utter ruthlessness. Yeah. And Macon Blair, uh, star of Blue Ruin, his previous film is in there giving another heartbreaking performance. Oh, yeah. as perhaps the most nuanced character, the Nazi who, you know, doesn't want to do this anymore.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: He's he's a really upsetting presence. It's um <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's yeah. a fabulous film. Very well acted, extraordinarily well directed, tense throughout, and yeah, it's got some violence that might just put the shits up here.
0: Also good recommendation, sir. Ah, thank you. That was The One Better Thing.
1: The One Better Thing.
0: All right, sir, how can people find out about One Good Thing? Well, one good idea is to get in touch with us on Gmail. gmail dot com, Or if that's a little bit too, you know, fucking old timey-wimey for you. <laughs> then you can you can go go on Twitter or Facebook with your Google Glass. Send send things there. It's OGTPod Pod forward slash or at OGT Pod. Uh, if you want to leave a review or uh, subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already, you can do that on iTunes, uh, Podbean, Stitcher, most good podcatchers. And finally, if you really want to, if you really want to help us out, if you really want to do us a solid, if you really want to <laughs> slip us an old, you know, fiver, an old metaphorical <laughs> fiver, then tell a friend. Tell one friend. Get someone involved. If ten of you each tell the same friend, and then that <laughs> person wait. If that person then tells himself, then we all become Jason Statham. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> God God help Natasha Henstridge. <laughs> and all those and all those Natasha Henstridges out there. And you know what? From from, from me, from one Paul, from and I assume the other Paul, to all those Natasha Henstridges out there <laughs> going about the daily grind. Just stay safe. Fighting off those da- Jason Stathams. <laughs> Take drugs and uh... <laughs> and be and bad. Eventually, at
1: join a biker gang.
0: Yeah, and eventually there'll be a matriarchy.
1: There will be, and that will be good for all of us. I'm Paul Sold. I'm Paul Goodman. And remember, the longer thing about John Carpenter's Ghosts of Mars is that a door opens.